0: Hello, you are listening to the Plumfield Moms, and this is Our Librarian Life, a card catalog project at Plumfield and Paidea.
1: Hi, I'm Diane Pendergraft, and I'm here with Sarah Masarik, and today we have two of our library ladies, Sherry
0: Early and Christy Stansfield. Diane, it is a real joy to have our second, this is our second, right? Yeah, our second Our (laughs) Librarian Life episode. Um, We've had, we just talked with Sherry and Christy so much, I I tend to forget how far we are in the journey here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Sherry and Christy, we're thrilled to have you back in this format to talk about our day and our lives of our library, just the ordinary things that we're doing. I thought it'd be fun to let you girls know that our first episode of Our librarian Life is one of the most popular episodes that we have aired. It appears that our very boring, routine, <laughs> regular <laughs> kind of library life is actually something people are interested in. So thanks for being here and sharing your stories with us.
2: It's either that we're doing really great or those poor people need a life. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They need a librarian life. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So friends, uh, we were talking before the show about how I feel like what I have to contribute this month is kind of dull and not very exciting. And um, we were laughing about our various stages of who has something interesting to say. And Diane definitely has something interesting to say. But Sherry promises she does too. So... Oh, (laughs) what have I done? (laughs) Tell us, Sherry, what's going on in your library this month?
3: Well, I will admit that it's been an exciting month. I went on a trip end of September to Tennessee to visit my sister. And my sister also collects books. So we spent a lot of the time that I was with her. Uh, In bookstores and book sales and book
0: places (laughs) and
3: books and more
0: books. Sounds miserable. And
3: I ended up buying um, about four boxes full of books that had to be sent back to Texas to my library because I flew to Tennessee Mm -hmm. and flew home. Mm -hmm. So I got, I ended up with, like I said, four boxes of books uh, and that was a lot of books. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, mm-hmm. but while I was in Tennessee, I got an email from a stranger who said, "I have some books that I would. Li- I have two or three boxes of books that I would <laughs> like to donate. <laughs> would do you accept donations?" My response to "Do you accept donations?" is always, "Yes." I'm happy to accept them. If I can use them in my library, I will. And if not, I will try to find them a good home. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that good home is the local used bookstore. Or sometimes that good home has to be the trash if they're really in horrible condition. But I will try to find them a good home. So I said, sure. Well, the next day... I was still in Tennessee, and my husband sent me a picture of 30, approximately 30 garbage bags, large garbage bags full (laughs) of books that had been deposited in my driveway. (laughs) And he said, do you know anything about this? <laughs> I'd forgotten to tell him that the lady was going to bring two or three boxes of those. Wow. Um, I said, um, yeah, I think so. Um, maybe you should bring them inside. And he, he very graciously did so. And so when I came back from Tennessee, um my library was full of about 30 bags of books as I went through them they were very good books and they were in good condition which kind of surprised me because they were in garbage bags (laughs) a lot of them were books I already had or didn't need for some reason so I've spent the first part of October trying to figure out where all those books can find a good home. Like I said, many of them, plus the books I mailed back from Tennessee, right. are sitting on my dining room table in stacks waiting to be processed. So,
0: yeah. I have personally been very lucky this week because you've sent two boxes of books to me from that stash. And I can attest they are great books in great condition. I was so delighted by all of those best of children's literature books. What? Yeah, those are 15 of them, Christy. She has. Nice. They are, and they're just wonderful books. I cannot wait. I only had two of them. So now I have 17. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's my library life for this month. I don't know if it's
3: exciting or not, but yeah. <laughs> How is that not exciting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just, you know, I wanted to tell that story not to gloat, mm. but to say that I, I this is something I've said to y'all before, but um, you don't know when that is going to happen right. to you. Right. You know, you may be thinking, oh. All I can find is a couple of books at the thrift store and that I don't know how I'm going to ever have enough books for my library and all the books I want and all that kind of stuff. But this kind of thing has happened to me about 3 times mm. over the past 10 years. Mm. So, you know, it's not it's not exactly this. I never I've never had garbage bags tossed <laughs> the driveway before but um, I did happen upon a library that was closing and get a lot of good books that way mm-hmm. and some other things. But you you can't prepare for it. All you can do is be ready to
0: accept the gift when it comes. And this is really how the Holy Spirit works, right? Like when we think about even the apostles, they weren't necessarily ready for the upper room. But by golly, when it came, it came. And this is just the way it works. All you can do is be open and receptive and let it do its work. And and be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Yes. Yes.
3: You know, probably not going to build your library overnight. It's just, no. I hope you know. not. <laughs> a few books here. And then maybe a lot of books there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Did you have many books that were maybe an upgraded quality or condition to ones? Like, were you able to sub out some of your titles? and
3: A few. Yeah, several. And then, again, I had a bunch that that I already had. There were some lovely copies of classics. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I sent Diane a copy of Black Beauty, Mm -hmm. which I already had a really nice copy Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. I don't have shelf space. (laughs) I don't have shelf space. That's another problem. I don't have shelf space for all of these books that I'm planning to to keep add to my library, but um,
0: yeah. Well, and this is a very, very real concern and complaint of librarians of all sizes and all stripes is at what point do you simply say the library is too full? No matter how good this book is, there's not room for it. That's a very difficult struggle. And it's funny because we think, oh, my goodness, if only I could get, quote, all the books. Well, you'll be getting all the books for the rest of your life. (laughs) That's just how it works. And you're always going to be struggling on the puzzle of how many books can you stack and and how many can you store and how many can you get checked out so that (laughs) there's more room on the shelves.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And are these better? And should I weed out some of the older, old ones that I put in when I didn't have as many books? And yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's a puzzlement. Well, Sherry, you've been doing this for a really long time. And in the public library, or in school libraries, they do have a system by which they pull books out so as to make room for acquisitions. How have you done that over the years? just space constraints or what do you have a, do you have a system? I really haven't.
3: I've, I've pulled duplicates out. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly I've just built more shelves, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm running out of places to put All shelves. Right. So. <laughs> and I, I, um, like I moved part of my library into another room, mm-hmm. uh, in my house so that I could have more shelf space, but <laughs> my I'm told that I'm not allowed to have any more rooms <laughs> in my house for <laughs> the library. Not that... <laughs> that's not me
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you store any books and then rotate
3: uh, the only books i really store are the all the christmas yeah. books they're in a closet right now okay and i need to get them out but i don't know exactly where i'm going to put them i I had
0: a patron here and she said by the way do you have christmas books i said i do but they're in a closet and she's like oh well we can wait i'm like no no we can get them out and then they've been i've been tripping over them for the last week because i don't know where i'm gonna put them (laughs) we probably do need to display them soon (laughs) very exciting very exciting it is so, Christy, what about you? What's been going on for you?
2: Well, I guess I could piggyback on Sherry's a little bit because on a on a local Facebook group, someone who works for a local private school was offering books from their library that mm-hmm. um, the school had moved and they, they had a new librarian and, and she didn't know what she had until they actually got moved. And then they had some donations and but I didn't know all this at the time. All I knew was there were these ex-library books. And um, it turned out that they could be mine if I would just come and pick them up. And mm. so after doing that, and uh, one of my sisters accompanied me, I, she she had to leave before I was completely done. And I, I just looked at her, up at her and said, it's an, always an adventure with me, isn't it? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, by the time we were ready to go pick them up, there was a photo of what I was looking at. So mm. I have a minivan that I can take seats out of, and it, it filled the, the bottom of my minivan.
0: Why do you even put the seats back in?
2: Well, they, they actually push up. <laughs>
0: Oh, you have stow and go.
2: Yeah, oh. they push up. And okay. so I can put them back down because every once in a while I do carry people oh, in my really? van. <laughs> That's a weird thing. In addition <laughs> to books
0: or empty
2: boxes or empty bags because you always have to be prepared. Um, mm-hmm. So so I did pick up those books and I I stopped by the office of our local storage unit place where My sisters and I have probably been royalty for the past 10 years because we've gone from one, two, three, four, down to one, maybe two storage units at a time and we pay our bill. So Mm -hmm, I I mm -hmm. can kind of go in there and say, hey, you have anything empty? I might need one for a couple of months because I had no idea what I was going to get.
0: Yeah. So I'm trying to think
2: ahead. I have a small amount of space in one unit. That we use for our consignment sale business, but I couldn't fill it up if it was a hundred boxes, right?
0: Right. I yeah. didn't
2: know. So when I found out that it was like 15 boxes, it's like, oh, okay. So I went back and said, yeah, never mind. But he was gonna hold a a place for me in case I needed it.
0: Wow. So that's cool.
2: But it also happened in the middle of one of our consignment sale weeks, which is a very busy mm. week for me. So I had to figure out when I was going to go over there and get them and get them back Mm -hmm. before the end of the consignment sale, because we had to pick our stuff up. So it all worked out. I have not had time to look in those boxes. Do you even know
3: what's in them? I I, I know a little (laughs) bit because... This, this is disappointing. Yeah. I wanted to know if they were good ones. Or yeah, exactly. Me too, folks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, month,
0: great. Thanks might, for that, cliffhanger. It <laughs>
2: could be feast or it could be famine. I don't know. We did have to repack some of them, but my sister was doing some and I was doing some. So I know there's going to be some that are going to get donated other places. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of teachers that are looking to fill classroom libraries. Mm-hmm. And so I made a connection with the lady who had reached out. She, uh, teaches history at the middle school level. And, um, I asked her if she had a catalog for her classroom library because mm-hmm. I, I have known her and another teacher through the homeschooling community. She said they had pretty extensive classroom libraries. And so I mentioned library thing to her. And I said, and I'm always looking to help people supply their libraries. I told her I had a lending library. And so I said, you know, if there's anything you're looking for, please reach out to me because I love to shop for other people instead of having to keep it for myself <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh so that was one thing. And then the Booksavers warehouse sale was another one that ended up with 10 boxes of books that I do know what's in those, but they're <laughs> sitting at my house and I haven't had time to even open those. So, And did you climb into
0: Gaylords for those? That Absolutely. And you have the picture to prove it. <laughs> I do. Yep. We'll have to put that in the show notes. <laughs> yep. Elizabeth Jones and I were
2: shopping in the Gaylords and we had a good time. <laughs> so, but they are starting a new business model where they're going to have Gaylord shopping once a month. oh my one week out of the month they're going to have Gaylord shopping and then when that week is over they're going to remove those books and put all new ones in for the next month
0: Oh, that would be so fun. That would like scratch your treasure hunting itch. Yes. Twelve <laughs> times a year instead of three. Yeah. Right? It would be like better than therapy. <laughs> Can't wait. So that, that's like those little those little machines at yeah. restaurants with the little claws. Yeah. <laughs> Except you are the claw.
3: <laughs>
0: but I
2: I echo Sherry with talking about when somebody offers you books. You, you don't just say, well, let me pick through them and see what I want because that opportunity is probably going to go somewhere right. else. Right. I just say the same thing. I will mm-hmm. take them all, mm-hmm. but, and, and do with them as needs to be done. And yes. it has happened to me two or three times. And sometimes there's something that has to go to trash because it's either mm-hmm. moldy or whatever. But there have been some, some good things that have come out of that. And uh, Mm. so that's that's one aspect of it. And now now they're sitting in the storage unit, and I really need to have time to go look through them and see what's there. On the other front, the adventures of the bag librarian. (laughs) We had two adventures. One was a small, a few five-in-a-row books for Mm -hmm. a patron that lives about a half hour away, and then the other was the international bags. That yes. went are going to Canada via Michigan, through some relatives. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they've actually made it to Canada yet. But um, I had a list to work off of, and while I was pulling those books, I took the opportunity to actually put barcodes on them.
0: Yay!
2: Right, and <laughs> check them off. So I've mm-hmm. I've had to mm-hmm. develop a little bit of system for barcoding books. Mm-hmm. And um now, wait, did you get a scanner? Oh, I have a scanner. Oh,
0: <laughs> I didn't know you had. I, one.
2: I have an old plug-in of course. scanner. Sure. OK. But the computer that I'm using, I need to get an adapter for the old plug-in. But mm-hmm. all of these books are in there. Right. And they're also random. So I actually have to mm-hmm. go to and. The other problem is, as I've been entering books in my catalog, let's say I already have one copy of this book. Will I come across the next one in my tags? I'm just saying two copies. I'm not saying two separate books.
0: This is where barcodes are so helpful.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. You have to have separate listings to be able to check out a book. Right. Correct. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. as I'm looking for these books, I am also separating out that copy so nice. that I can put a barcode on it and I'm just doing it from the edit book screen because I've got to reenter the book anyway and put all the tags on it because I have right. to do my thing. And, um,
0: and there's no copy that I wish you could duplicate a record, but you can't,
2: you can't. And yeah. people have talked about that for mm-hmm. a long time,
0: right? but,
2: um, that's probably just something that's not going to happen. So, right. um, uh,
0: yeah, so you just got to do it. You I just, just got to put the love
2: into each book. Yep. Just enter the ISBN.
3: It really doesn't take very long.
0: It doesn't. No. No.
3: Honestly, when I first started out, I was entering books into the library thing as I checked them
0: mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, with the patrons standing, standing there. there waiting yep. for me. Yep. Because we're not talking about you don't have to do a full workup when you enter a book in. You can just make sure that the title of the book is in and maybe the author. Yeah. Yeah. Scan the ISBN or whatever. Yeah. You can do it very, very quickly. Right. If you want to.
2: But Mm. at the same time, I was taking the time to check whether the book information was actually correct. Make sure that the illustrator was there. Because sometimes mm-hmm. that's not automatically entered, and no. um, double checking tags and adding some new ones, and <laughs> then checking Biblio guides mm-hmm. to see if they had a listing and marking my book in Biblio guides. Yay! So I was having yay. a wonderful time.
0: I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. playing with books, yeah. right? It, yeah, it's such a fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. So I, but at that, that, so I had to do a lot of digging around to find these books, mm-hmm. but, um, they, they followed sort of a pattern. It was mostly ancient history and some things that were related to that. So I kind of knew where everything was.
0: How long does this patron keep these books, your bags of books? This, the, the five in a row patron
2: is going to keep these until the first of the year, because nice. these are the books that she's using this fall.
0: For this term. Okay. Yeah.
2: I did talk to her about the second batch, which she'll want for the spring. I said, you know, I have some other books tagged in my library that will go along with this. Like if you were doing the story about Ping, well, I might have Count Your Way Through China or Mm -hmm. something else about ducks, like ducks don't get wet. One of the Um, let's read and find out science books. So she's
0: like,
2: like, oh, you do that? And I said, yeah. And if you click on that tag in my library, it'll take you to the list of the books that I have. So I've been checking back and forth through my lists. And sometimes I go down rabbit holes of like, well, let me just put in all these books that I, you know, and then I have to say, no, 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 stop. Get back on
0: track. (laughs) But I want to just point out for our listeners, if you are on Library Thing, even if you don't catalog on Library Thing, you can still follow Christy on Library Thing. She's Tarp Farmer on Library Thing, and all of our Library Thing accounts will be in the show notes.
2: Yep. Yeah. So I had a good time. It took it took a while, but it yeah. helped me rediscover areas of my library that have been left Yay for a while it's like
0: a, a version of spring cleaning in a way right yeah
2: yeah
0: <laughs> went to the back of that linen closet and got it right. all out
2: <laughs> now the books that go to canada mm-hmm. they might go for the year sure but that's sure. okay i have plenty
0: oh yeah no th- that's yeah. just so cool i mean they're going yeah. so far away so you just she puts in her order you fill up bags those bags make it all the way across the country from maryland to michigan to canada she'll read them and they'll come back via the same route. it's, yep. it's, it's a little bit like the Pony Express. And there's probably
2: going to be—I—I I did buy a few to fill out the to list to help
0: her. Yeah, to fill out the list because I because wanted they were such them. Such great recommendations, right? No, I and you wanted go, them. How can I do this without? Yeah. I'm a fraud if I don't have that book. Right? I want that
2: book. It's going to go perfectly with this one. So. There may have been a few of those that have arrived in the meantime, but since my sister (laughs) comes several times a year, I can Mm. prepare the next load to go for uh, the
0: next trip. Nice. That is such a cool system. And it's one of the things that... I'm really hoping we librarians can start to coordinate amongst ourselves at some point. If there are multiple librarians in one region, that we could arrange our own swaps, our own interlibrary loan systems. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to be trusting the books to the mail or paying the postage for it. Mm -mm. But if we're doing handoffs, I just am really hopeful that someday our, our burgeoning network can grow to support that kind of activity. Yep.
2: Okay, Sarah and Diane, it's
1: your turn. Well, Diane has exciting news. Let's do it. Diane, it's you. <laughs> that's true. But it should be really short to tell. <laughs> so, this past weekend was my open house. My library is now open, so that's the exciting Yay! news. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. And you have patrons. So I do. I so I we had said it's going to be the softest <laughs> opening ever. Nobody's <laughs> even going to know. Uh, but but I have I do have two and. It was a very quiet day, but it was so fun to see some of the kids just kind of looking around and so excited to take a book Mm. home. Mm -hmm. I know they've been to the library before, so it was was gratifying and it was also just really encouraging to me to think, okay, it feels to me like it's so small that nobody's going to want to do this, but the kids don't Mm -hmm. know that. They just no, love it and appreciate it because it's books. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And then, so one of them, she was asking me about books for Sherry's picture book preschool.
0: Yeah. So that was fun
1: because I can't remember now <laughs> why she does that, but I, you know, it was something that she heard from me through something or other. Hmm. So that was fun. Cool. And then, um, I was telling Sarah earlier that. I didn't get much response when I was advertising my open house, but since then, every day, somebody has messaged me to say, now, what is this? Or where are you? Or how do we get there? Or Mm -hmm. whatever they want to know. And somebody messaged me on Facebook, well, you know, our thrift store is having, we're giving away all of our books this week. (laughs) No, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be right over. <laughs> and she didn't have any idea what I was talking about, like what my library was for or what it was like or anything. But she just went on there and said, Hey, you know, this is happening. And so yesterday I took the morning to go look through that. And it was not, they didn't have as many that I needed to be digging through, Gaylords, but tubs of things <laughs> that were sort of arranged in sort of groups. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, you know, pawing through tubs and moving them so that I could see what was under them and then trying to put them back and then, you know, just digging through stuff. And I probably didn't add a hundred books to my library, but when I got them home and just kind of sat down to see what I got and, you know, look at each one of them and is this picture book mm-hmm. something that I'm really going to keep... There's just something about sitting on the floor in a pile of books that's, there is. I don't know, it's soul-soothing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes.
0: And that was just fun. And they were
1: free. I mean, what could be more fun than free books, a pile of them? <laughs> Amen. <Literally>. Amen.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, is that once you get the word out that you have this library mm-hmm. and people... People will start telling you things and inquiring about it. And some of them will come and some of them will never show up Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But you will get, yeah, you'll get word of thrift stores that are giving away their books or people who have garbage bags full or (laughs) a school that's closing their library or whatever.
1: Yeah. You ladies have been telling me that for a while and I'm thinking that's not going to happen around here. We just don't have those resources. (laughs) Well, I have had to go to Casper a couple of times, which is a two hour drive, but it's, they have happened while I was going to be there anyway. I haven't needed to go there just to see if there were any books. Plus Mm -hmm. I have a contact
0: her sister lives there right oh okay yeah. yay kathy <laughs> yes so she'll
1: go she'll go look and see if there's anything that's worth picking up and she'll get it for me but it mm-hmm. is funny how two different times i've been there while something was happening anyway
0: and there was a library sale or something <laughs> yeah
1: and they yeah and it was and it was free the first one yeah. i went to was just the grade schools in town
0: all oh, that's cleaning right. out their that's shelves.
1: Right. Yeah. And so you just came and got them for free. And I'm, st- I'm looking in there going, really? You just right. take them? <laughs> right. You're getting rid of this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and filled the back of my pickup, the back seat, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it well, is fun. And the thing
0: is, for each of us, what we need uh, is different than each other. I don't need a school to be giving away books right now. That isn't the thing I need. I need particular books and you all are showing up and finding those particular books or uh, I need patrons to make my clubs work and the patrons are showing up. It's just so interesting that what it is that you need, God will provide and usually not in the way that you think. And I think he does this as a reminder that we are not doing this through our own power, but we're doing it through his, for his glory. And he just wants us to remember who we need to be dependent on. And it's not ourselves. And I think I, for sure, as a, as a baby librarian, I'm always like, but if I could just do this, or if I could just do that, if I could just get through this stack of books, or if I could just collect these books, or get this barcode thing, or whatever, then I'd be golden. And every time God's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> That's not it at all. Yeah, if I could just get this science
2: section reorganized, (laughs) how's that for a segue?
0: (laughs) Well done, Chrissy. Well done. So I have little things to say. I didn't have a cascade of books fall on me this week or this month. Aren't you glad? um, (laughs) Yes, because... You have cascades of patrons. Yes. How? Yes, I do. I do. And uh, my husband is the chapter captain of our local Troops of St. George troop which is a a Catholic alternative to the Boy Scouts. And um, we had a family event at our house and there's 60 people here. Many of those families were not already patrons, I didn't have to say a word. The patrons who were in the troupe were bringing everybody downstairs and handing out contracts and telling them, you need to do this and you need to do that. And <laughs> the next, next thing you knew it was sort of like, well, if you're in the troops of St. George, you kind of got to join the library too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but. Um, so I have people coming out of my ears. God be praised. I'm so happy. We have about 22 families right now and several others that are in the process of possibly joining. It's a lot. It is such a lot. And so the thing that I do not, I, I need books. We all need books, of course, but I need help. I i went from zero to 60. I don't think anybody here is surprised by that, but I went from zero to 60 <laughs> and um, I I know that when I came into this, I kept making promises to myself that this was going to be my project and it was not going to steal from my family, not emotionally, not financially. And that has all gone out the window. My family is thousands of dollars and thousands of hours invested into this now. And my children have become an army of helpers. And I, I didn't want any of them to feel pressured into it. But each of them have made a gift of themselves to this library. Each of them have fallen in love with their roles. And we have finally figured out a system for intake of books, which is they all start on the kitchen table with Michael and he puts every single new book into library thing. Then it comes down to my desk and I clean the book. I repair the book as necessary. I put in the barcode. I put in the, the stamps um, you know, the library card, I do all of the prep for it. Then I hand it off to Jack and Jack does any covering that might need to be done. Um, if it's a paperback, we're probably going to put it into some library plastic to keep that spine and those edges stronger because the paperbacks are not holding up very well. And, um, then he hands it off to Greta and Greta makes sure that the barcode is entered into the library thing. Uh, book record that Michael had already started. So she finishes it and then she tags it based upon its shelf location and does any other tagging that might need to be done. And she shelves it. We have a system. It only took us six months to figure it out, but it's working. (laughs) Oh, to me, that doesn't sound like only. I mean, (laughs) it sounds really fast. No, It's really, really delightful and efficient when everybody knows their place and is happy about it. You know, Jack got to a point where he's like, I am so tired of covering books. <laughs> and I said, I'm so sorry. Um, I can take over for you. And then he he looks at me yesterday and says, I'm sorry. I know it's my job. And I need to do Aww. my job.
1: Like, oh, <laughs> child, I love you.
0: <laughs> um, and each of my kids has just been really, really a champ about it. So because of that. We are now able to say, thanks to Michael making, Michael went over the last couple of weeks and has gotten every last book in our library entered into library thing. And we're almost at 5,500 books. So Greta finished making sure that all of the books are actually on the correct historical shelves and tagged them all with their correct historical time period, their correct shelf number. So yesterday we pulled all the science books off the shelves (laughs) And sorted them. And I know. So I I said this in a couple of places online where people were asking. And most of you all organize um, biographies and stuff. Some do it chronologically. Some do it alphabetically. We just sort of have them. For us, it's chronologically for history. And I have my picture books, my biographies, my nonfiction, and my historical fiction all together. Mm -hmm. So if it's 18 01 to 1810 all on that shelf anything that's inside of that time period is on that shelf well when I move into science we were going to do Dewey which I know a lot of people do Dewey or they do um, sort of like microtopics. but that just doesn't work for us we just don't have enough books and I think if we were using Michelle's database where the Dewey decimal is like really carefully ascribed that would make sense. But whenever we put our books in, the Dewey Decimal feedback we get from library thing is bizarre. We're like, really? There were like these, these biology books that were coming back as technology. And I'm like, these, this, these just aren't working for me. So I don't know if I'm just failing to use library thing correctly. It depends on where they're
2: getting their data from. Right. Right. So it, they're not creating data and categorizing these books no. they're just aggregating yeah. the data and from amazon yeah or wherever. and sometimes yeah. i look at it and go oh no we're not going to do
3: that <laughs> yeah no, we'll just <laughs> put it where i want no i mean you can look in several different places to get a dewey number you can look in the on the back of the title page in the cataloging and publication
0: mm-hmm.
3: and for newer books that will give you a, a dewey number And then you can look on library thing. And then there's, um, there are some other places online where you can look. Mm,
0: I always forget to look at the title page, Sherry. I'm glad you said that.
3: On the back of the title page, there is a. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where the, where the copyright information is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. And if you have ex library
0: books, you just look at what they put it under. Yeah. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Except I've already removed all those labels. Uh, Yeah. Right. i should have thought of that earlier yeah, there's a reason why i keep them on there
2: <laughs> right and if you click on that dewey number it'll take you into their cool graphic and oh, then yeah. then That's you we start do. clicking all those and going <laughs> oh yeah well it could go this okay i see if we start here then we can oh my oh it's my.
0: fun it is it's all so colorful fun. yes
2: very fun <laughs>
0: You're absolutely right, Christy. So first of all, right, library thing is not ascribing these. These are aggregated from wherever. And it is really cool because when you click on the Dewey, you get the full color chart and you you can move it around and you can say, no, I really want it to be 39 or I want it to be whatever. So I think for us, it came down to realizing that we could do all the work to find the correct Dewey. But the reality was that the way we were using science might not be exactly the way that it is inside of Dewey. And if I had a lot more science books, it might make a lot more sense to sort of just wrap our brains around Dewey and do it that way. But for us today, saying two shelves for animals, one shelf for plants, one shelf for general science and geology, One shelf for chemistry and physics. Like these things just made sense to Mm -hmm. us and it was easy for us to group. And that just made short work of it. And now those shelves are labeled as of today. They're labeled. Greta will be getting them all tagged. And, you know, it's going to work for now. I don't know. It's One of the interesting things about having 22 patron families is that we're getting a ton of feedback on (laughs) how things are working or not working they joke every time they come into the library they're like it looks different every single time (laughs) yep we keep moving stuff around (laughs) so I would be remiss if I did not mention the other big project that the kids and I have worked on and this one we did a card catalog entry about this yesterday This is an unnecessary thing. I don't want anybody listening thinking, I have to run out and do this. (laughs) But my daughter really wants me to tell you all about it because it is kind of a cool thing. So we decided to create membership cards for each of our patrons. And because we have barcodes and because we have a scanner, what we wanted every patron to have was the old-fashioned library experience. We wanted them to have their own Member ID card, and it's really cool if the card does something. <laughs> so <Sounds> silly, <laughs> but next to Greta's desk is a stool that she uses, like an old kitchen stool that she uses all around the library when she's sitting and working on things. And and on library days, it's right next to her desk. And she said she would never move it now because it is always the perch of every child who's checking out their books no matter their age they're always fascinated by how the whole checkout process works and so they always climb up on that stool and watch her and so the library cards we ended up making barcodes for each patron's login so that when they come in they can now they can go and take the scanner themselves and they can scan their card to start the checkout of their books, and they feel, um, they feel really excited and like that they're really engaged in the process. And it it is not a necessary thing by any stretch of the imagination, and it it is sort of a time consuming thing, and it doesn't really do anything. It makes our patrons really, really happy, and <laughs> <laughs> I think Hi. if that makes that's sense, worth something yeah thank you I think it is if if we're teaching kids to love the library and this gives them a sense of ownership in that that just makes me happy too so you know what I was
3: thinking about a long time ago when I was a child um, I had a library card Mm -hmm. and it had a little metal chip Uh, it wasn't a computer chip or anything it's a little metal strip in the card that had I think numbers on it and they could put it in some kind of machine and it would get an impression of those numbers like the old credit cards
0: where you'd use the swipe the credit cards were you the I
3: guess but it was a metal thing it was a it was mechanical, it was not computerized. No, no,
0: right. Like, we you, you put it in a tray and you'd run a roller over it, and it, oh, and, yeah, and it yeah, was like yeah. on carbon paper, kind yeah. of like that. Oh.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and that's how we had library cards. This is back in the dark ages <laughs> when I was a child. Um, yeah, I hadn't thought about yeah. that in a long Wow, time. wow, <laughs>
0: either. It'd be, you know,
3: go kachunk and.
0: Well, there's something to be said for feeling like you matter and that you're relevant. And so when the kids are checking out the books, if we just put it all in a bag for them and they whisk it away, that's great. They get the books, but they love knowing that we know which books they have. And they, you know, they sign the card or or we sign the card with their name in it. And I was explaining to some of the families, this is going to be kind of a cumbersome thing for us. But when they're going to be able to check out books that their older siblings had checked out, what a thrill that is for them or that their friends checked out. It, it's all part of making them, you know, small is beautiful and they matter. And, and the library is small enough to care about their name in the book. It's, it's small enough to care about which books they've checked out. And that them checking out books isn't sort of this anonymous institutional thing, but it's a very personal thing. We also have a ton of kids who come in and they, you know, they, lo- they love to shop. Like they love shopping the books, but there's no way they're going to read them all. <laughs> and so their moms are always making them put books back. We always let them put it in a pile and then we show them we have a notebook with their name. And well, they have pay each, they have their own page in our notebook. Which of course Michael has turned into a notion database. Christy, you would be so proud. Absolutely. My boy. <laughs> and oh. they we then write down the names of all the books that they want next time. And so now when they come on the next time they say, Miss Sarah, do you have the list that you you wrote down some books for me last time? What were they? And then we go and pull those again and they get very excited about that.
3: That's that's a good yeah. idea. Oh, well, yeah. Thank you. Because I have kids that do that too i have kids that want to check out you know they bring me they bring me the books and i check them out and so they just keep bringing more and (laughs) more and more and the mom's in the other room looking for books and she doesn't realize and i'm like um i think we need to ask mom about this (laughs) and see if she wants you to check out 40 books so, yeah, that's a really good idea. Thank
0: you. Yeah, it makes it easy for them, for mom to then say, next time, honey, we'll check that one next time. And we always say, it'll be here waiting for you. And then on the rare occasion that that particular book is checked out, we say, oh, it went home with somebody else, but you're next in line. And then they're
1: thrilled. At my open house, I wasn't technically loaning that day. People were just supposed to be coming and looking and picking up a borrower's agreement and that kind of thing. But one family that came had five boys. And two of them, the youngest ones, when it was, they each wanted to take a book home. And I thought, mm. I know these people there, I'm going to let them take a book home, but I got out a <laughs> three by five card and wrote the titles on them and said, do you want to put your name by these? And then one kid's looking at me like, I just don't really know how to do that. You know, I said, yeah, go ahead and put your name on there. So he just painstakingly wrote out the four letters in his name. And he was so happy when he got done. Well, then the Aww. littlest boy, I think he's only three, but he doesn't know how to write either. He doesn't even know what letters are. He just couldn't wait for his turn to put his name down on that. So he made like this row of their little squares and circles. And he was so proud of himself. And I thought, I am keeping that card the for the rest knows. of my life. Yes. yes After they bring the books back. It's like, it's like a- it's like the dollar bill yep. that
3: people yes. use in their business. Yeah, you know, this is the first my, dollar. My bill. first checkout. Uh, this is the first. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: Exactly. But you you were talking about like being patient for the books and and you know if you build it they will come, mm. and it was just reminding me that a lot of times what God is saying to me is just put your foot in the Jordan. Yes. Nothing's going to happen until you do it. So when I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know where the books, the sources for the books will be, that's because nobody knows what I'm doing. That's right. But then I put myself out there so that people know, oh, that's the lady who has the library. I don't know what it's about. Right. But there's somebody we could dump some books on. Yes. Okay. Dump Mm -hmm. them on me. But Mm -hmm. it's always, you have to put yourself out there first because I'm not good at that. I I don't want to tell people what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, because what if I don't do it? Or what if they right. think it's silly or whatever? But it always has been like that. Nothing's going to happen until you put yourself out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. and it's already happening. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we keep saying this, but this is not a hobby. This is not just a, wouldn't that be nice to do? As Michelle says, you know, when God says you need to do it, that's the end of the discussion. You just don't get to argue about that. You don't get to explain it away or delay it. You just got to be obedient and do it. (laughs) And (laughs) I mean, I do think there's a season for everything, of course. But I think that when the Lord has called us into this and he cares about this a lot, it's because the need is great and he will fortify us. He will give us the manna to do this and we just have to do it.
2: Yeah. Even if we don't know what we're going to do with it, when we get That's it, right. mm-hmm. we just have to mm-hmm. keep keep going.
0: Well, and I mm-hmm. love that, you know, Christy, all these years you've been doing this with library thing, and you're just now getting to barcodes. As if, what, is this a race? No. You got to the barcodes when you needed the barcodes. You didn't worry about the barcodes until you needed them. Diane, you weren't ready on Saturday, but you had an index card, and you let those kids sign <laughs> out those books. I think too many of us want to wait till our ducks are in a row. They're never going to be in a row, friends. This is hurting cats. (laughs) It is hurting cats. We just got to go and do the thing. And you know what? My science shelves were a mess. Now they're not. Great. There's something else that's a mess. I have no spine labels. Okay.
1: Okay. You're also going to get to move those science books before too long because you're going to have to
0: rearrange something well as michael says it it wouldn't be a month in the mazaric house if we didn't take our books for a walk (laughs) that's right (laughs)
3: that's so
0: encouraging
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah
0: that's the way it is sherry and christy thank you very much it's been fun it has been so much fun, ladies. We're so glad to be doing this with you. So grateful that you have been mentors for us and continue to be mentors for us. And I love that we are able to chronicle our journeys together. This is really fun. And I'm glad we can share it with others who, um, who are finding themselves curious about the whole process of becoming and running a private lending library. So friends, thanks so very much for listening. in. please remember, but we'll put a lot of goodies in the show notes so head over to our website to get a hold of those. Also, we would love to chat with you and all of us are in Groups IO. We are on in the League group on Facebook and we are all also in the Biblioguides online community, which is a Mighty Network. We'd love to chat with you, hear about your stories, hear about your questions and join into your journey as you join along for ours. So friends, thanks for listening. Until next time.